The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. The newest episode of Retro Pop starts in 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Welcome back. Another week of Retro Pop, everybody. Matt Johnson, Johnny Townsend here to welcome you to uh, some more pop culture talk. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, the world seems a little bit more normal now, just a teeny tiny bit. I feel like COVID's starting to go away, and... Uh, it, I feel like it is. I don't know. At least nobody's talking about it anymore. But, uh, Johnny, how you doing, my friend? We'll start off with that. How you doing? What's what's new with you? I got my credit card now. It's ready to be maxed out to go on one heck of a shopping spree. I am ready to talk about our subject today. Uh, I'm glad uh, that in your area it seems that COVID's going away. And literally in my area, uh, literally one of my close friends... Uh, was diagnosed with it a week ago and his wife and his mom who's elderly who i love very dearly because she's such a sweet woman uh so here it's not such uh, that it's kind of very present here but uh other than that it's uh pretty great well now i feel like a douche (laughs) now i feel like a douche you should that's why i told you that so you feel awful well you did a good job all right that's the end of this episode we were giving you two minutes of retro pop this week. No, uh, yeah, I'm. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. First and foremost, uh, secondly, yeah, today we are talking about this this once. Well, I guess it's still kind of, but it's a dying art form. Uh, this this once like amazing suburban urban institution. I would have to say to make, to make it sound like I actually know like fancy English words. Uh, the shopping mall—that is what our subject is today. Obviously, you know that if you clicked on the episode. Hopefully, you can read uh, shopping malls. That is the subject of today, and we have a lot to talk about. But I also wanted to cheap plug my other show because this past Friday, I have another podcast. I know, big shocker. Uh, it's called Eat Sleep List, and I invited Johnny on, and myself and Johnny talked a little bit about uh, shopping malls and our favorite stores and aspects of it. It's a lot of fun. You learn a lot about us, I think. It's very, very open dialogue, so I invite you guys all to go check <laughs> yes. that out. Uh, it is available now. It should be on Apple Podcasts soon, but it is on Spotify and BICBP-radio.com. Yeah, I make a lot of very open and honest and uh, embar- frankly embarrassing admissions about my uh, sexual prowess growing up. So uh, <laughs> that's a good hook if you want to go hear that. And if not, I totally understand. I may have either brought people to that show or turned them away. I'm not sure. Which. Yeah, I might as well just delete and start over again. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've ruined it. <laughs> no, but uh- you got to burn that to the ground. <laughs> I knew another show. I knew another show. Uh, eat, sleep, and draw. That's my next show. Uh, stick figures. Uh, but <laughs> on that note, everybody, let's get into our uh, own personal history with the shopping mall. Ask yourself this. Do you enjoy fighting traffic, parking problems, or shopping in cold, wet weather? Of course you don't. So why do it? Shopping should be pleasurable, a time to relax, a time to explore. Comfortable, convenient, and a whole lot more. More is what Mountain View Mall in Midland has. More than 50 stores and services. Mountain View Mall, your obvious choice. You'll find everything you need this Christmas at Mountain View Mall in Midland. We've got it all. Johnny, I know we talked a little bit about this on Eat Sleep List, but uh, for those who don't want to go check out that awesome, amazing podcast, just uh, I'd like to hear a little bit more or hear a little bit about your 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 mall, your personal history with malls, because I know you don't have a very uh, you don't have a wide array of them like I do. 
No, uh, I, just for reference, I live uh, towards the, uh, well, it's called the foothills of North Carolina, so I'm closer to the mountains uh, than anything else here. I'm about, uh, like, a little under an hour from Charlotte, just to give reference there. And uh, so we had one mall that was pretty major here. Valley Hills Mall was what it was called. And that's the one that I very much remember. It's still there today, but it's just nowhere near what it used to be. I mean, a lot of the stores that I remember are, are long gone out of there. Uh, like KB Toys, for example, being my probably my, one of my all-time favorite uh, you know stores in there. And for more that I really liked in there, please check out that episode of uh, Matt's Other Podcast. I don't want to give anything away. But uh, it's... I, I do remember at one time the mall itself was such a huge icon uh, that it literally was one of the things that people would use to describe America. Oh, yeah. Like, they would say, like, you you got the apple pie, you got baseball, and you got the shopping mall. You know, that's that's America right there. And uh, definitely has fallen on harder times, especially with the invention of uh, online shopping, I think, has really put a damper on malls. Uh, Around here, we do have a lot of... Uh, what do they call those malls? Where uh, strip malls? We have yeah, a lot of strip, strip malls mall. here. Yeah, uh, we have that. We have those, and, uh, and we have tons of those. But uh, even the, even they're starting to take a bit of a hit here lately. So, um, yeah, it's. But for me personally, like the mall was never a place because you know you see on TV and the mall is kind of depicted as this thing where teenagers would go and hang out. Yeah. Uh, when I was a when I was a teenager, I mean, I'm not saying my, me and my friends wouldn't go there because we would every once in a while, uh, but literally, it was not that kind of place for us. We would go there for the food court because had a lot of really good choices in our food court. Rest in peace, Panda that's Express. Probably about it. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, we closed that down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that Panda Express slowed down awfully fast uh, when. Uh, when it saw Trevor and I showing up, uh, <laughs> but we, you know, we, uh, but I would go there with my parents a lot and that's where I really had memories from it. Uh, was going there with my parents and being really happy when they let me run loose in a couple of the different stores and being able to check out those kind of things. But by the time I got older, uh, you know, when I was, when I could drive myself and stuff, like I really honestly went to the mall a lot less. Uh, unless there's like something specific I needed to get that was in the mall, um, but you know when I was younger I have really great fun memories of going there with my parents for sure. It's just one of those places where uh, I knew if I was gonna if we were going to the mall I would at least get to see some cool stuff. Right. No, that that's yeah, and I feel like that's that's definitely lost now because partially because well I think mostly because of online shopping. Like I'll still go. But it's it's like it's hard. Like I remember, like because I'm 29 years old. I remember growing up in high school, middle school. It was very easy to get people to go hang out at a mall. Nowadays, it's a little difficult. It's a little difficult, yeah. and I can I can understand it to an extent. I'll still go, but I'll go by myself. I have no problem with that. But um, but yeah, it was it was this this cool this place where you got you know you could spend an entire day in there in some of these places and uh for some of the malls not see everything but there was just so much to it there was like a it was a light it was like it felt like a lifestyle it was very you know uh but yeah but now it's you, you don't get that vibe at all unfortunately uh yeah i mean i've had similar i've had a relatively similar experience i like but i have a ton i have a ton of malls around here in uh in western new york i listed them off in eat sleepless and i'll say it again uh, we've had, we currently have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven malls in the Western New York area. All right. Well, yeah, it's a little bit insane. And of course it's like, uh, it depends on your definition of a mall too. Uh, like I really learned that. There's more than, you know, a mall is not just the indoor place, you know, the indoor climate control place. There's there's so many other things described as a mall. But on a technical standpoint, there are seven malls in our location. 
Uh, there used to be a few more. They've uh, since closed down, obviously, with uh, maybe an overabundance of, of malls, but uh, for a variety of other reasons. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's it, honestly, how do I describe this? Uh, it's like the uh, the way that you explore the internet now. Like you go to different websites and stuff. Uh, I, I don't even know if this is going to come out right. It feels like shopping malls. Like like you go to different web. Like a website is like a storefront essentially. Uh, I watched Wreck It Ralph yeah. two, and I seen the way that the internet was laid out in that movie, and I was like, oh wow, this looks like a three dimensional virtual real, you know, kind of shopping mall. Uh, yeah, but it it was. The, the convenient it was just so convenient, especially around Christmas time. Uh, Christmas time is always such a huge time for malls, even still to this day. It's still their biggest shopping time of the year. Uh, but you go there, and you're, you know, if you're looking for a gift for somebody, you're bound to find it at a shopping mall because they usually have everything. That that was that was the plus of the shopping mall. Um, but I spent a lot of time in there. I made a rap video at one point. That's how much <laughs> I loved the local mall before. Uh, one of the local malls by my house growing up before it closed down. Okay, you can't just say you made a rap video and not expect me to at least request <laughs> to see that. you never seen it? No. I feel like you have, but maybe you didn't. Obviously, if you're telling me you didn't. No, I would remember this. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I'll give a little backdrop to that. This is this will be probably the end of my personal history. Uh, the Summit Park Mall was a, was a mall by my parents house growing up it was in wheatfield slash niagara falls new york uh really cool mall had toys r us as, as a part of it sears uh this leon's pizza place which is really really good uh kb toys back in the day had a had an omega sports like the, just all sorts of different card shops and and, and this and that it was but it, you could tell you can tell like after like in the early 2000s that this mall was kind of falling apart uh my senior year i did nothing in school I took a bunch of SEM classes where we did nothing. The, the teacher handed out laptops, and they're just—they didn't care. Like we didn't have assignments or anything. I think we had like six—we had like months to do like a public policy paper for social seminar, social study seminar. We didn't do a damn thing. So me and my friend—I'll give him a shout out, Sean. We uh, we decided to just start writing random lyrics for a song, and like the Summit Park Mall is supposed to close down soon. Let's write a song about it. And we remixed it to uh, Dead and Gone. I think that was the song. It was a Justin Timberlake song. Um, or maybe that's the name of the Summit Mall rap. <laughs> but it was an old Justin Timberlake <laughs> song. If you hear the instrumental, I'll actually play it as a uh, transition piece for this for this show. Um, <laughs> on the last day that the mall was open, we went and we filmed us going store to store, recording... Uh, and we made a full-out music video. And then we actually, what we did for the for the audio, for the actual rapping part, we put a camcorder. This is how archaic it was. And that's why it's amazing how much I know about technology now. We put a camcorder between us, and we read off a piece of paper, our lyrics, and we just sti- we just stitched the video over it in our, uh, social st- our, um, our TV station. We had a TV station. In our high school, uh, a mini TV station, a media production class, and we edited it in there. And it became a big hit. Like, it was cool for a couple months. Like, I'd be walking around, and people would have the song as a ringtone. And uh, it actually was on the news. It made the news. My wrestling coach called me. He goes, Johnson, what are you doing right now? I'm like, uh, just taking a nap, coach. And he's like, you need to... <laughs> You need to wake up right now and turn on channel. I think it was like six or seven. They're playing. They're playing your rap video on the, on the news. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I turn on. They played a clip of it. They did, we they didn't say we were from the correct high schools from a different high. They said we were from a different high school than they, we actually went to. But um, it was cool. It was funny. A year later, when I was in college, uh, I was we were introducing ourselves. In uh, one of our physical, my I was go, went to school for physical education to be a phys ed teacher, and we were introducing ourselves in one of our classes, and uh, and I, I my intro was hi, my name is Matt Johnson, and uh, last year I made a, a a rap video about a mall to be a joke, and it blew up and became, <laughs> became way more popular than I wanted it to be, and everyone's like, you're the one who did that, and it was a cool feeling for a little bit, but uh, but yeah, that's that's how much I love the mall. I made a, I helped make a rap song. 
<laughs> about a mall. You kind of went. You kind of went locally viral from the sounds of a it. A little bit. It has like three, four thousand views yeah. on it right now. It's been it's been over ten years, but then then we try to follow up, and it just didn't quite get the attention. We were one hit wonders, like Marky Mark and the Funky <laughs> Bunch, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, your Chumbawamba. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. Uh, that's you got knocked down, but you didn't get up again. <laughs> that's that is pretty much what it was. But uh, so that's my personal history with malls. I've been I, anytime I go to a new city, I make an effort to go and check out the newest mall. That's pretty much what it is. Like last year, I went to Indianapolis. I wanted to go kill some time. Me and my dad went to the local mall. Anywhere we go to vacation, we try to hit up a mall, and that's that's like a fun. Like metric force, like some people want to go see, you know, all these landmarks and stuff. But I just want to go shop and see everybody's mall. That's that's my that's my that's my gimmick. That's my shtick. But uh, but yeah, so that's the personal history. And let us get into the actual history now of the shopping mall. So Johnny, I don't know. I'm not going to cut in your segment, your your segment later on here. But did you know that shopping malls have a history way, way, way before uh, America brought them to the forefront in the 50s and 60s? I, in my very limited research of the shopping mall, uh, I found a few interesting tidbits, which I will get to later. But um, I'm I'm assuming this has a lot to do with the the man who kind of created it. We will talk a little bit about, but this actually goes back to the old, like old world, old. Oh well, wow. ancient. Like this is almost like ancient history. Um, there were actually malls have technically, depending on your definition of a mall, malls have technically been around since the year 100 A.D., which I found interesting. Rome, Rome had the first you- mall. <laughs> What are you? What are you going to buy? Like here, we have the wheel. <laughs> here is a uh, here's a fire. We've now got fire over here. <laughs> Fresh wood sandals, everybody. Wood sandals. Buy one get one. <laughs> buy one get one. That was actually like the original like idea of a mall. Of course, we've all grown up. We've seen shops. They're all you know. They're not together. They get a store here, a store there. But actually, the idea and concept behind malls started in ancient Rome, and there's been tons of places like uh, the Grand Bazaar of Istanbul, built in the 15th century, and uh, and so much more. But um, the actual history of the American mall starts with one guy, and that man's name is Victor Gruen. He was an Aus- Austrian uh, immigrant. He actually came to the United States at, during, uh, I think he was escaping. It was right when, yes, it was right when Germany annexed Austria, right before World War II. So the Nazis were coming, you know, coming around, just taking over everything, and uh, nobody was stopping him at that point. He came over to America, and he uh, he opened up a, a an architect, like a, a an architectural firm. He had one. He had one in Vienna, uh, but he brought it. He came over to the United States and used a lot of influences from Vienna to. Uh, to build this thing up or t- over in the states, and it was actually like it was mind blowing. It was it was really like an amazing concept for Americans because at the time America was so heavily like industrialized. You get the uh, you, get, you know everybody's driving cars at this point. Cars are relatively cheap. The average American family can afford a car come 1950. All right, uh, downtown is very, very crowded. Downtown areas are very, very crowded. That's where a lot of residential like uh, stores were placed. That's why a lot of downtown areas, like uh, I can speak for myself, in Niagara Falls, downtown areas, they're, like there's local mom-and-pop shops, but they don't do well. Not a whole lot of parking. And that, was a big, that was a big issue. That was a big issue. So he, um, so people just wanted a nice yeah, centralized... The, oh, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say that, yeah, we, uh, in the... 
in the, the quote unquote cities around here uh, that have downtown areas, uh, I we do have a lot of mom and pop shops in them, but the parking thing is a nightmare. You're not even kidding about that. And what's even worse is there are just so many one-way streets, and one-way streets yeah. are the bane of my existence. <laughs> They're so bad. They're so bad. Downtown Niagara Falls has a ton of those, a ton of those. And that's been the biggest issue. Everybody likes to figure out what, what happened to our downtown, like our, our you know, these – these areas. Why can't you know? Why aren't we developing businesses on some of our busiest streets? Well, one, they 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 got rid of an expressway here in Niagara Falls, and it, they thought that was going to do the trick, and it doesn't. Uh, but apparently, it was the shopping mall that killed it. That killed like main streets and and, and all that for a lot of small like small cities, small towns. Uh, the shopping mall killed it essentially, but. Uh, his idea behind it was actually really, really, yeah, cool. Build a centralized indoor location with climate control. And uh, he had a few other ideas as well uh, that actually never got into place. But he wanted just people to be able to come, park your car, go in, shop, hit up everything, like you were walking around a downtown area. But just everything, it's a, it's a much more enjoyable experience. So let's go. So the very first indoor mall he built a couple malls previously uh some strip malls and and all that stuff but he uh his first inside mall indoor mall was southdale mall excuse me southdale center in mini excuse me edina minnesota all right uh it was developed by the dayton company and of course by victor uh he was a European-style socialist. He found, this is his definition behind it, he found individual stores in downtown venues to be inefficient in the suburban lifestyle of the 1950s America too car-centric. He wanted to design a building that would be a communal gathering place where people would shop, drink coffee, and socialize, as he remembered from his native Vienna. So he had influence from home. Southdale Center was loosely modeled on the arcades, which is another phrase for uh, shopping malls in other areas. There's actually a whole bunch of different names. You'd be surprised. Um, one country, I think, calls them shopping precincts. Which I'll which I'll talk about in a little bit too, uh, but Southdale Center was loosely modeled on the arcades of several highly populated European cities and purposely included eye level display uh, cases to lure customers into stores. Grew an image that Southdale would eventually include a medical center. So this is what he wanted to do with the shopping mall. He wanted to be like a one like one stop for everything: a medical center, schools, and residences. And not just a parade, like a bunch of stores, as he said, not a parade of glitzy stores. He wanted it to be like a, for everything. You break your leg, you're going to the mall. You're going to go, you're going to get treated at the mall, (laughs) Uh, which is, I thought, very, very interesting. And the plans were for this shopping center were announced in 1952. Uh, They started, the groundbreaking happened on October 29th, 1954, and 800 construction workers were needed to build the three-story 800,000 square foot uh, center, all right? And it cost $20 million to construct with uh, 5,200 parking spaces and 72 places available for rent for tenants and this and that. Uh, The reason he picked Minnesota, like U.S. tax law was actually like very like lenient towards people wanting to start up new businesses at that time, coming after after World War II, sort of. Uh, Well, actually, yeah, technically it did. they were just the government was just willing to give tax breaks to anybody who wanted to open. And Minnesota was a was a nice you know area for it. Obviously, the Mall of America is in Minnesota, um, so this is where he went. But he because of the harsh climate in the winter, he didn't want an open air. He didn't want an open air mall. He wanted something climate controlled, and he kept it around seventy five degrees year round. Uh, his also his other idea for it too was with the mall. You have anchor stores. And we see it all the time. You know those big stores that we, you see a lot of malls, your Bontons, your Macy's, your J.C. JCPenney's, uh, this and that. Those are anchor stores. Those like those are those are the draw, essentially. People will come from all over to go shop at J.C. JCPenney in, in these places. And while they're there, oh, we're in, in an inside mall. Oh, look at all these other little shops. Let's go shop on it. It's actually relatively genius. Um uh, in a manner of speaking, but uh, 40,000 people attended the grand opening for the center uh, when it finally opened on October 8th, 1956. An additional 188,000 customers visited that mall the following week. Uh, so this is this is really the start of it. This is, I mean, this is really the start of it. 
and he never really looked back. I mean, the the, the aside from the school and the hospital and this and that, uh, malls relatively stayed the same. They were very, you know, just very popular throughout the 70s and 80s and 90s, and you got to see a lot of, uh, you know, it became the target of a lot of pop culture, right? How many shows or movies in the 80s or set in the 80s do you see and there's a mall featured? Quite a few. Quite a few, right? S- Stranger Things. I think the yeah. last season of Stranger Things. Yeah, uh, it was. Yep. You know, the they, last season or the second season, they, they use the, their mall there. Uh, they use it. It was the latest. It was the last season, and it was a pretty prominent uh, part of the show. Yeah, they featured it. The one I, I didn't, I don't like know it by heart, but I watched enough of it to know that one of the characters they work at like an ice cream shop or something there. Um, yeah, Steve. Steve, that's what it is. But uh, I may or may not love that show a bit too much. It's I binge watched <laughs> it. I didn't have enough time to like really like like know characters' names and stuff. But I, I watched. It. I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna have to re rewatch it. I think they're doing a Stranger Things four, but um, that's they are. that's that's yeah. That's besides the point. But. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, there's, there's not too much history in it. I mean, of course, everything leading up to uh, leading up to the building up of the mall. But it's it's really amazing uh, the the style and setup of it. And I actually wanted to bring this up here. This isn't like there's actually multiple types of malls. Uh, you know, we've mentioned it a little bit here. Let me find my notes. Okay, so there's like eight. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight part, eight types of malls, and many you don't know about. Uh, the first one is a neighborhood center, which is almost like a it's it's in the form of a strip mall. Um, I see these a lot. The they're featured in a lot of like busier plazas, I think, or well, sometimes they're not, but they're close to busy high traffic areas. There's like three or four stores in a strip, uh, and the the main feature of neighborhood centers slash strip malls is that there's usually a supermarket or a drugstore as the anchor store for that kind of mall. Um, they have a retail center, a, a retail area of about 30,000 to 150,000 square feet. So nothing too crazy, but it's like three or four stores connected. It's like the straight piece in Tetris. It's like the, the, the straight piece in Tetris. Uh, the next type of mall is a community mall. And they're a little bit larger than neighborhood centers. There's usually like a... Uh, uh, there's probably like maybe 10, 10 to 12 stores in some of these, uh, a little bit longer. Some of them are, the, the, there's angle. There's like a big major anchor store in the center of that mall and, uh, discount department stores, you know, they're usually L shaped or U shaped. Um, that's what those usually are. Regional centers. Those are, those are the big ones. These are, uh, the conventional, essentially, shopping malls. Uh, obviously, we've all been in a conventional shopping mall uh, before. Two floors, two at least two floors, just stores everywhere. Then you get your super regionals, which are the big ones. Uh, we have one around here called the Walden Galleria, and it's definitely the largest, I think, largest mall up in, like to uh, Syracuse. And there's all sorts of like fancy restaurants. They have like a huge, like it's like an alley. It's so weird. They just built this up maybe 10, 12 years ago. It's a legit alley of just, like, fancy food places like Dave & Buster's. And then there's, uh, there's like, this – well, they used to have it. It was a fancy, like, Chinese restaurant, like P.F. Chang's, uh, a cheesecake factory. And they're all, like – oh, it's so fan- – it's so it, – it makes me feel important walking through there. But it's, it's a really nice place to walk through at night. Um, fashion outlets, that's actually a big one. That's one of the bigger draws, at least in my area. We have a place called the Fashion Outlet Mall that's probably 15 minutes from my house. And actually a lot of uh, people from Canada take buses during the summertime and they come over and shop at these locations. Uh, just filled wall-to-wall with clothes. Not my, kind of, not my kind of mall, personally, but they'll come over because usually the, the shopping is a little bit cheaper than the, what they have back in Canada. Um power centers which are just a couple's you know a couple big chain stores just right next to each other you get those every once in a while then you get theme and festival centers uh and a different type of outlet but 
Uh, so there's actually eight types of malls, which I found fascinating. And then there's, the, of course, the most important components of every mall. You got your food court, me and Johnny's favorite. That's our favorite. Um, department stores, standalone stores, uh, really any any kind of mall that has either one or two parts of that is could they're legitimately considered a mall. But uh, here we are nowadays. You know, it's uh, you know 2019, and malls really aren't being built up anymore. It's it's actually really it's kind of sad. They're closing more than they're opening. Uh, and a lot of malls are actually repurposing what they do. Uh, the one in Indianapolis that I went to, I can't remember the name of it, but this mall, uh, there's lots of blacked-out stores, unfortunately. You know, mall rates get higher. Uh, it's it's higher to rent out space in there. Uh, but they're, ref- they're actually uh, Grown's original idea of, like, apartments and office spaces and, and making it a very centralized location, that's starting to become truer now starting to become truer now. A lot of offices, businesses, you take up office spaces in malls uh, now, which is actually, uh, that's a pretty big feature. Uh, they're more like lifestyle places. The malls have to adapt or they're not, they're just going to completely fold. And there are a lot of abandoned malls, uh, you know, in the United States now. Back in the mid-90s, malls were being constructed at a rate of 140 a year. But in 2000, 2007 was uh, a year before the Great Recession. No new malls were built in America for the first time in 50 years. So uh, that just goes to show how quick mall culture has changed. And it's uh, it's sad because it's like uh, for us, you know, it's like Blockbuster or like these, uh, you know, yeah. this, some of these stores that we've gotten to grow up and experience. Then they're just kind of going away. You know the end is coming. Uh, and you know even though if they're still up, that they're not like they used to be. Uh, well, even even the big stores that are like staples of malls are closing. Like the big like Sears and JC Penney's and stuff. Yeah, uh, are closing. So yeah, that that Summit Park Mall it closed down in two thousand and nine. The actual mall part, but the anchor stores last until about two years ago, and they're gone. And now that place is just empty. You know, it, it's it's actually very creepy to think that a place where hundreds and thousands of people. You should come to on a daily basis to walk around shop is just there's just nothing there. Uh, so it's I love abandonment. Like I've always wanted to go explore like a, a closed down mall, but at the same time it's like I just want I just I just I just miss the mall. Like yeah, that's something I wanted to go like I vote that Summit Park Mall. I, that's something I wanted to go explore and do like photography in. Uh, but somebody actually went in there. They snuck in. <laughs> and they got the cops called on them. They hit, a, they tripped a sensor or something like that, and they did do some photography, but they got caught by the cops and, and arrested and all that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I mean, obviously, you, you got to imagine breaking into some some somebody else's property, abandoned or not. It's it's not a good uh, it's not a good thing. But, uh, but yes, really nowadays it's just the mall the the mall that we knew in this you know sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. Early 2000s, it's just not there anymore. It's it's become something much more. You know, uh, movie theaters actually have been popping up in a lot of uh, malls lately. I've noticed that. Um, some used to have them, but not, nowadays I think a lot of people are just, it's just cheaper to rent maybe, I don't know, uh, to throw a movie theater in a shopping mall. But there's, yeah, there's so much. Well, more. I mean, I'm sure the movie I'm sure the movie theater would be something we can cover on another episode, so I don't want to get too deep into that. Oh, no, I but, agree. Uh, uh, the... You know, even the movie theater business now, like AMC is one of the biggest, current biggest movie theater chains going around, and they were talking about how because of this pandemic, it's really, really hurt them, and they're on the verge of having to close down. Right. So it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not easy for a lot of these. And before that, a lot of people were, like you're saying, just watching movies, just like you're shopping at home, we're watching movies at home now. Uh, you know, I, a lot of us have, because you can get a decent TV at a, at a not so terrible price now. Like I got a really nice TV, um, and I didn't have to pay a lot for it. You know, like even I could afford it and I'm <laughs> beyond broke. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just cheaper, honestly, cause it just costs so much to go out to even to a mall. Cause I know our mall was, it almost was always seemed like things were a little bit more expensive there <laughs> than if you went to like, you know, a Walmart or something. 
Right. Yeah, I mean, honestly, too, over the last 20 years, Walmart has really grown into this huge empire. You're getting super, like, it's, it's you know, they're getting, like, super Walmarts everywhere. They're ma- And they're yeah. absolutely massive and just filled the brim with places. And it's almost, you know, Walmart's uh, another, you know, yeah, it was kind of cool to go to Walmart back in the day. But nowadays, it literally has everything you need. You can go grocery shopping. If you want to go buy some sweet toys, you can go, the, you know, you can go there for that reason. Clothes shopping. It's literally a mall just packed into one, just one, right. one name. It's under one name. So, uh, so yeah, the, the malls haven't uh, – t- history hasn't been on their side necessarily. Uh, but they did have a good, like, 60-, 70-year run. And, of course, like I said, people are adapting. Uh, a lot of de- dead malls are – like a, you see them everywhere. You drive by, there's dead malls everywhere. And people are just completely turning them. They're, like, remodeling them, breaking them down, and just turning them into – uh, apartment buildings and, and and stuff like that. Just just changing out the you know, just how it used to be. So, uh, but I mean that's really the generalized general history of it. Uh, there's not too much to talk about between you know in between the creation and the end because it you know it, it hasn't changed. The idea has always stayed the same. I know that uh, the guy who built it, Victor Grun, uh, he did not like what the malls had become in the 70s and actually like. Uh, uh, I forgot what the phrase, but he he like cursed them. You know, he was just he just wasn't happy with uh, seeing what they became, and I'm not entirely certain why. But uh, yeah, not uh, not happy. Yeah, in a speech in London in 1978, Gruen disavowed shopping mall developments as having bastardized his ideas, and he refuses to pay alimony for those bastard developments. <laughs> that was his quote. Uh, so. Yeah, so but that's the history of the shopping mall. Let us move on to Matt's stats. Come on out, step inside. This is where the good times hide. Fox Valley, Fox Valley Center. Fashion for the family, your home, your friends for you. Food from snacks to banquet. Fun things to see and do. All right, shopping mall statistics. Uh, currently, there's about 46,000 shopping malls in the United States, and uh, most of them, and, and that's not just inside ones. Those are the strip malls. That's kind of everything. Uh, the vast majority of shopping malls, about 95% of them, are open-air centers, which tends to be uh, a strip mall. California has the most shopping malls in the United States at 6,243. Wyoming has the least with 55. That must suck to live in Wyoming. In 2003, there were 662 more shopping centers operating in the United States than in 2002. Uh, there are 1,130 enclosed malls in the United States. Uh, there are approximately 230 factory outlets in the U.S., each month in 2003, 203 million adults visited various shopping centers in the U.S. Uh, apparel and accessory stores account for nearly half of all, uh, excuse me, of all non-anchor mall space, which is under. I mean, that's kind of what mall direction malls are going right now. And we talked for Eat Sleep List. Uh, you and I, we're not big clothes shopping places. That's just not our thing. But that's predominantly what malls are now. You don't get these, uh, you know. That's why, like, the malls that do open these fancy, uh, well, not fancy, but, like, like a game store or a cool toy store or, like, a resale store, uh, you know, there where people just buy space, you know, rent out space and they sell, like, their own personal collections and stuff. Um, I gravitate towards those stores. I really do. Uh, consumers spend approximately 76.4 minutes per mall visit and went to 1.3 million or sorry, went to 1.3 mall stores per visit, spending an average of $68.20 per visit. Now, I've spent a lot more than that. <laughs> I've spent, probably spent a lot more than that at malls uh, personally. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so that's kind of the stats in a quick bit. Uh, here's the types of sales per square foot in the lead of the leading 10 malls in the United States as of 2017. So this is kind of interesting. Um, 
I don't know how you gather this metric or this stat, but uh, so for every square foot, Woodbury Common Premium Outlets, it's uh, it's it's that's one of the top malls in the United States. Uh, every square foot makes one thousand six hundred and twenty-four dollars, roughly. That with like using sales space, it's very it's it's crazy. Uh, forum shops at Caesars, I think that's in Las Vegas. $1,616 per square foot of their store. Um, Alamoana Center, $1,450 in sales per square foot. Uh, yeah, there's, there's like they showed the top 10 malls in there. Uh, let's see, what else do we got? Shopping malls in Canada. Reached about $8,641 of sales per capita in 2011. So, I mean... Canada malls are not really as cool as American malls, but um, let's see what else. The largest mall in North America, West Edmonton Mall, employs over 23,000 people and includes 800 storefronts, a water park, and several attractions. That is cool, actually. That is really cool. I want a water park in my mall. Uh, Largest shopping mall based on gross leasable area is New South China Mall which surprisingly has around 99% of vacant space and includes only 47 stores of its total 2,350 spaces. That's crazy. That's a lot of vacant. That's a lot of vacancy. Wow. Uh, but uh, about 12 million mall jobs in the United States as, as far yeah as far as malls, mall workers, uh, maintenance, all that stuff, 1.6 million jobs in Canada. And let's see, some malls have become more about entertainment than shopping by adding attractions, such as skating rinks, museums, and organizing concerts or fashion events, uh, which usually attract about 6,000 uh, people per event. So that's kind of, that's Matt's stats really on the shopping mall. Uh, you know, there's just steady growth. I mean, there's really steady growth in, in malls. And when you're averaging over 100, building 100 malls a year, uh, you're bound to end up having a closed shop. Unfortunately, that's this is the way it is. Uh, it can only good things only last for so long. But um, but yeah, online shopping has definitely hurt it. Uh, the convenience is just not there for malls anymore. Why go to a shopping mall with with people and have to navigate long lines and stuff when you can just sit at home on your couch, click a button, and bam. It's you're buying it. So, uh, but there is still like there are some kid, m- mostly old timers, uh, who got to really appreciate the the malls in the the good old days. Those are the people that are mostly spending time at the malls, uh, for shopping purposes. But a lot of younger like younger generation kids are just not going anymore unless it's for for work. Uh, but that's that's really it though. That's it for Matt stats. Let's head on over to Johnny's. Did you know? <laughs> You're fashion-minded. Watch out. Big time shopping is finally here. Monroeville Mall. All right. So for some of these things, uh, you already kind of touched on, but we'll kind of dive into them a little bit more. Sure. Uh, The very famous architect, Frank Lloyd Wright, like he's a really famous American architect. You can actually, I actually think it's really cool. Like I love architecture. Uh, so if you kind of go and just Google just some of the buildings that he designed, really, really interesting. But uh, he actually went to the Southdale Mall when it first opened up, and he was not a fan. <laughs> uh, he uh, He's quoted as saying, You've got a garden court that has all the evils of the village street and none of its charm. Who wants to sit in that desolate-looking spot? <laughs> so he did... Not at all uh, like the mall. Um, just you know, he's coming from it. You know, at it from a art like an artist. You know, because he was sort of an artist himself in how he designed buildings. So. Yeah. Uh, the designer, like you, you touched on this, Victor Gruen. That's still the funny. The designer though. disowned. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, it's just funny that you know you get these uh, these big name people in, in like the same field, and they're just like, oh, this is disgusting. Like they're like, how do you how do yeah. you Walk into like I know or, or, I don't know I, I've never been an architect so maybe I don't know but how do you go and walk into a place that's like like this is cool this is like modern twenty first century like, just really cool and be like uh 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't like this. I yeah. don't like this. It's not to YouTube ads. Uh, to, to, be, to be that knowledgeable, to be able to shun something like a shopping mall must be nice. Yeah. To be able to shun anything, honestly. Uh, so, like, you already touched on this. Victor Gruen uh, grew to hate his own invention. Uh, he actually, I mean, you, you already read that famous quote, but one of the reasons was he saw it becoming something that was purely for money. Like, he, he could tell they were building these not for a, you know, not for more of an artistic standpoint, but way more from how can we make the most money. And he really, really did not like that. Uh, the Mall of America, uh, is, you know, it's one of the most famous malls in America, of course, in Bloomington, Minnesota. Uh, you know what really blew me away about this when I was looking into this mall? Did you know that it it opened up only in 1992? I felt like it was way older than that. Really? Yeah, you would think. Yeah. I mean, that opened up, and it's like, it was like instantly famous. You would think something like that opened up maybe the 80s. Yeah. I, I was thinking maybe 80s at least, but Wow. Yeah, me too, me too. But, of course, it has the very famous amusement park, you know, with the roller coaster and stuff. It's got an aquarium, flat simulators. Um, it it has over 530 stores. This this article that I'm reading these from is from uh, 2017, just to give you an idea. Uh, it has 530 stores, over 4.9 million square feet. Uh, it also has, at one time, a comedy club, a children's museum, a mirror maze, and a mini golf course. Uh, you kind of touched on this. They've inspired a lot of pop culture in TV and in film. Like, you know, George A. Romero, like one of his famous zombie movies took place in a mall. He loved the um, idea you know, of it. It's, and it's perfect. Yeah. It, it, it just yeah. makes perfect sense. When I used to write, like, uh, uh, I used to write, like, my own stories. Like, I used to pretend like I go on, like, RPG, like, adventures, like, in video games. And I would always get into, like, these these survivor survival situations in a mall but there, there's just something about it that was so uh yeah, you're like trapped and there's a bunch of either people or monsters like it's it's the perfect setting for some type of horror movie so it's it's really cool that george a. romero picked up on that yeah he said that his this is a quote of his my impression of walking through there going through this sort of ritualistic unnatural consuming experience was what we really do is what we really do become zombies in there. So he's like, people were already zombies anyway <laughs> in the mall. They practically uh, But, you know, uh, he's not he's not the only one who kind of used the mall. I mean, I definitely remember uh, a lot of my favorite shows in the 90s, like having episodes that took place in the mall, like Boy Meets World and, and all those type Power of shows Rangers. definitely had mall I feel like episodes. Power Rangers did a mall yeah. episode at least once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's also, apparently, if you go into the mall, and you kind of lose your sense of time and geography while you're wandering around the mall. Kind of get lost, but it doesn't really bother you. That's actually called the Gruen Transfer. It's got its own name. <laughs> uh, it was actually, it, it, like casinos, malls are laid out in a way that invites consumers to consume endlessly, so it's done on purpose, without offering them a clear way out. So you're just kind of stuck in there, so you might as well buy something. <laughs> yeah, uh, I could see that. I could definitely see that. And here's my last one. Uh, one very famous aspect of the mall, especially during Christmas time, of course, is the Mall Santa Claus. Uh, the Mall Santa actually, apparently, overall, gets paid fairly well uh, for being the, the, the Mall Santa. You can take home, a gener- depending on the mall, of course, a generous five-figure paycheck for six weeks' work. Whoa. Uh, but you do have to go to a to like a get a degree from a Santa University type place before you uh, you get the get the gig. I had a friend. <laughs> I had a friend who was a mall Santa. He never talked about his rate of pay, but I guess it'd be pretty fun. Yeah, uh, and then uh, well, I actually had one more. I don't know why I said that last one was one more. You you kind of touched on this too, but America actually has hundreds and hundreds of quote unquote dead malls now. Um, it has a, a rapid rise and fall, like you said. I think the mall was still doing fine even into the early 2000s before it kind of started to fall down. And there's even an entire website called deadmalls.com that has a whole a bunch of documented uh, things where people like to do urban explorers of, of it, of course, of the abandoned malls and such. I've binge-watched so, so many of those. So they're... <laughs> So honestly, there's uh, I, I think any even around here, there's definitely 
like smaller malls that just didn't just aren't around anymore, but the buildings are still there. Interesting. Yeah, it's. I did look around that website a little bit. It's 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 pretty cool uh, to see it. But again, I'd rather have the mall. I'd rather have the malls back. I would. I would love to run a mall. I, I would yeah. love to own a mall. That would be. I think that would be the coolest thing. I own a mall, and I can pick and choose what comes in here. I would just do an all fun stuff. I would have no clothing stores. Just video games and toys, wall to wall. I'd be all about it. I think I think I'd have one clothing store, so just so people would shut up that I didn't have clothing stores. <laughs> <laughs> Make it like uh, something that adults can't. You got to take your kids there, like uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Oshkosh Bagash, or whatever it's called, yeah. something like that. Just no adult clothing stores. Um, very good, very good. So that's Johnny's. Did you know? Let's head on over to uh, let's talk about the cultural impact of the shopping mall on uh, well, on pop culture. We've got it, a complete life-size animated circus with exciting animals, clowns, and more displayed throughout the mall. Be sure to register to win the money-free shopping spree, coupons in all 100 stores. Make your shopping day special. See the circus and register for the shopping spree at North Shore, routes 128 and 114. All right. Man, oh, man. The mall. What a lovely place. Many hours spent. Many hours spent. I think, you know, it's... They're going to be around for a little while, and like I said during the his, you know the actual history of it, it's just not going to be the way we remember it. It's not. You're going to see a lot of like gyms pop up in these, uh, more so more office spaces, uh, some stores. You're not going to get a whole plethora of stores in a lot of these, uh, but it's going it's going to be, yeah, it's just going to be very different, very limited as to what you can actually buy, and and do in a way, but. Um, but yeah, I, I think what the shopping mall did for people is taught. Uh, I think it helped with the aspect of convenience. I think so. Everybody's looking for the next convenient thing. People were looking for a, a reason to not have to shop downtown back in the days and park their car and have to walk miles and miles uh, with shopping bags to go to this, you know their favorite stores. People are looking for that alternative, and this was a very convenient style and way to do shopping. Nowadays, you know, the internet, of course. And what's what's the next most convenient thing besides a one-stop shop? It's literally going to a website, clicking a button, and ordering it. And I think, you know, Amazon and eBay and some of these other ones, even like Wish maybe, uh, they just took the, the overall concept of them all and applied it uh, in a much, much more efficient and greater way. Uh, you know, nothing will ever take away the feeling of being at a mall, but there is, so, like... Christmas time, I you know I I feel lost. I'm I'm look, nowadays I'm looking for stuff and I'm just like I'm not liking anything. I'll walk through an entire mall and I'm like I can't find anything for that this person would like in here. Uh, and I usually nine times out of ten end up ordering online because it's just it is. And my like my dad, he's very old school. My parents are very old school. They they're like oh, we refuse to shop online, never. Well, they I mean I'm not going to shop at a store if they don't have what I want. Love them to death. Uh, but if they don't have what I'm interested in, you know, which sometimes I don't even know what I'm interested in. I don't even know what I want. Um, online's a way to do it. You can legit find anything online, anything. I don't even know what the next evolution of online shop, like of shopping, like online is. I don't know what the next evolution of it is. Uh, but it's, uh, that's a great question. It's, it's right. It's insane. It's insane. But, uh, no, I'm grateful that malls exist. I have, like I said, a lot of good memories. I wouldn't have had a one-hit wonder rap career without one, uh, and <laughs> which is which to me is the pinnacle of why the malls existed. <laughs> <laughs> Destiny, uh, but yeah, that's that's my my take on it, man. Uh, yeah, nothing will ever beat nothing over uh, will ever beat the shopping mall, in my personal opinion, uh, as far as uh, just the experience of it, just the experience of it. So, um, but yeah, that's what do, what do you got? It, the the mall obviously now is a kind of a dying creature, but uh, it's it's sort of like you kind of touched on it. Really, I don't know why I never thought about it like this. It's 
the reason the mall became so popular and it put other places out of business was because it was convenient. It was you had all these different types of places in one area, and it was way more convenient to go to that area where you can have a lot of different types of stores and chances of getting different types of things uh, than going to like a store that was you know going to one store and parking your car and going into that store and then getting in your car and driving to another store, yeah. you know, and doing that kind of thing. And humans are creatures of convenience, right? We want something that's more convenient than what we're already doing, no matter if that thing is already fairly daggum convenient. Uh, to the point where I think uh, the revolution, or the evolution, I mean, of the mall was Walmart, and those type of stores kind of came along where you can kind of get in a smaller space, and it's not near as big, but you still get so much choices and stuff. And it was even more convenient. And then from there... Uh, the internet really exploded and made things even more convenient than that. So I kind of think the shopping mall is, was vital really to where we are now, just in that, you know, I don't know if the shopping mall was ever invented, if we would already be at being able to shop online, it was sort of that bridge right, right. Uh, of the bridge of convenience is what we should call it. The bridge of convenience to where we are now with how we get our goods and, and such and services really, uh, so I, I'm very grateful for it. I have really fond memories of my mall, uh, especially hanging out with my parents at during those going to the arcade or whatever, and just checking out different stores with my parents and such. And even with my friends later on when I got older, we would go there, uh, you know, just to get something to eat at the food court and sit down and just goof off, you know, being goofy young adults and such. <laughs> uh, it's so it has a very special place in my soul and in pop culture. Uh, you know, we already kind of touched on this too, where it, especially, especially during the early nineties, I think the mall was major is a definitely major thing in the eighties too. But I definitely remember the early nineties more where like every, literally every TV show that was popular had at least one or two episodes where something happened at the mall and movies and such, all those had, had that. And to the point where the malls are so such a thing of the past now that, you know, Stranger Things, which is a show that takes place in the 80s, used the shopping mall for the last season to show that it takes place in the 80s. Uh, you know, so it was you know, just like when um, Captain Marvel used Blockbuster to show that it took place in the 90s. Right, yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of giving you an idea of these things that are dying, but without those things, Blockbuster included, we wouldn't be where we are now when it comes to how we consume things. So I think it's very, very. It's like a time capsule. Very, very important. It's like a time capsule yes. from a certain oh, period of American yes. history. I, I uh, yes. No, I think very much so. That's, that's it, really the best way to describe it. I really do. Um, yeah, there was even a board game. There's even a board game that I really, honestly want to play. I can't remember what it's called, but it's literally where you're shopping in a mall and everybody's got a credit card. <laughs> Oh. And it's a board game where you got to go around to different stores and stuff, and you got to use your credit card from time to time to buy things. Uh, and I would play that in a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, I kind of so. remember that. Was it like from the nineties or early two thousands? Uh, I think it's nineties. Okay. I think it's a little somewhere around there. I, it might be early two thousands because credit cards. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I wish I could remember what it was called, but I've definitely seen videos of people playing it, and it looked like a lot of fun. I kind of remember what you were uh, talking about. Yeah, yeah I kind of remember that. So the mall's kind of been in all aspects of pop culture. I mean, even in video games, which is one of my favorite areas. Uh, you know, they've been all over there, too, including some zombie games that took place in malls. Uh, you know, those that's even happened, too, kind of mirroring the, the, the Romero movies. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad that it's sort of dying out, but, you know, it, it's kind of a victim of its own success, really, because we're just constantly looking for things that are more convenient. And if we're being fair, the mall put a lot of other businesses out of business. <laughs> so, they did. Payback, payback uh, is a yeah. is a b i b i t c b i c b p. It's a b i c b p. It always comes around somehow, <laughs> one way or the other. Not without a doubt. But yeah, so so I do miss the mall. But you know, I I think it's going to get to a, a time. It's already kind of getting there now. Where the mall is sort of uh, kind of like when we talked about the arcade, where it's like a special thing now, where people go say, hey, I'm going to go to the mall. It's not something you do all the time. 
something to go, hey, it's something that's like a special event you're going to do now. Like, hey, I'm going to go to the arcade, and it's an all-day thing. And I kind of think the mall's kind of turning into that, too, now. Depending on your area. I'm sure some areas the mall is still, the mall they have there is still fairly a huge deal. But I think overall, it's it's certainly, you know, falling down. I really am curious what the mall is like in other countries besides just America and Canada. Like, is it still a huge deal in other places and areas? Because I know a lot of countries have really huge outdoor areas. That's like a giant, might as well be a shopping mall if it was indoors, but it's not. It's just all outdoors. Um, they have giant places there that are still you know, major places of commerce and business. So, I, you know, it's just... It's just a, uh, it's kind of a sad thing, but I mean, that's kind of progress in a way. Yeah. For something that you used to have is kind of becoming something else now. And you, I think you said it right. The internet now is our shopping mall. That's kind of where the shopping mall is now. It's just online. It is. It most certainly is. Uh, but that's malls for you, everybody. That's malls. I hope you learned a little bit. I certainly did doing research. You know, there's more malls than I thought there were. The original designer, this and that. Uh, malls are just a fascinating thing. And I'm glad we got to talk about them on this week's episode. Uh, Johnny, what do we have in store for us in two weeks? Well, uh, I hope we're all prepared to be surrounded by a ring of fire because we're going into the career and life of Johnny Cash. Ooh, very good. That's our first musical yeah, episode. Ha- yeah, we haven't covered, that's what I was about to say, we haven't covered a music, uh, a band or an artist yet, so this will be our first one for that. I'm very excited. He's one of my all-time favorites, so I, I can't wait to jump into this. This be a good one. He lived a very good life, well, interesting life. I'm not going to say good, but a very long and interesting and event-filled life, so I'm looking forward to talking about yeah. that with you next yes. week. Uh, but thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Attention shoppers, Retro Pop is now closed. Yo, we should go something off. Dude, you hear it's closing? Never. Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. Oh. Hey. I've been chilling at the Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. Man, I used to chill at the Summit Mall. I used to go there, party, and have a ball. And they'll turn it down like the Berlin Wall. Three, two, one, those bricks are gonna fall. Where else are I gonna go to place a pool? Where am I gonna go to act a fool? Where am I gonna go when I need to skip school? Subway, Omega, they used to rule. I got all my pants at Stephen Barry's. Thinking all the memories we used to share. They've been shattered. Is the world gonna end? See us going down as I lose a friend. Miss that place where I always chilled. Where else will I go to get all my thrills? Closing at the pharmacy, they've all been killed. Everybody wants to go, but nobody knows that it's not even like the Soul. It's gonna sit there all lonely and cold. Only one question left to know it for all said and done. Where am I gonna go? Oh, hey! I've been chilling at the Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. Oh, hey! I've been chilling at the Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. You know, junk's where I got my tux. The Jersey Six said I got it Lux. The place where my whole family wanted a truck. There was a lot of people, it took some luck. Got a lot of my clothes over at the Bontons. Top by for some Chinese, got some wonton. Holding up the cans to get some bonbons. No more hot topic, we got my shanja. It's not even like the mall's been sold. It's just gonna sit there all lonely and cold. Only one question left to know. What's gonna happen? The mall is closed. It's not even like the mall's been sold. It's just gonna sit there all lonely and cold. There's only one question left to know. After all said and done, where am I gonna go? I turn my head to the east. east. I see no stores by my side. I turn my head to the west. west. Still no stores anywhere inside. So I turn my head to the north. north. Look to the yellow and step inside. I have oh, somewhere oh, to go. Oh, Some oh, malls oh, never oh, die. Oh.
I turn my head to the east. I see no stores by my side. I turn my head to the west. Still no stores anywhere inside. So I turn my head to the north. Look to the outlet and step inside. I have somewhere to go. Some malls never die. Oh, hey! I've been chilling at the Summit Mall. Summit Mall. Now they're gonna close it down. Close it down. Where am I gonna go? Gonna go. Chillin' at the Summit Mall Summit Mall Now they're gonna close it down Close it down Where am I gonna go? Gonna go Chris, what are you recording? I'm currently recording a Vinyl Divers podcast. Vinyl episode. Divers? What's that? Vinyl Divers is a podcast that I do where I talk everything music related from bands that are on vinyl that I've collected, uh, old vinyl that I found and purchased, to bands that I am currently listening to on iTunes and Spotify because guess what? I can't afford all the vinyl that I want. But it's a vinyl podcast. Yes, essentially. It's a music podcast that started off as a vinyl podcast. Is there diving involved? There is diving into podcasts and vinyls. Where can I find Vinyl Divers? Find Vinyl Divers on the network app, BICVP-radio.com. Sweet. Keep diving. <laughs> 